Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. Hello everyone, I am Reggie John and this is Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. This is our new weekly dialogue on innovations and technologies that make logistics move faster and deliver better. Logistic Tech Dialogues is brought to you in partnership with Kale Logistics Solutions, a trusted global logistic IT solutions provider for several Fortune 500 companies worldwide. A country's international logistic performance is dependent on the extent and modernity of its trade facilitation reform. Mainstreaming digital technologies in trade facilitation reform is not merely an obligation for most countries, but it is a necessity. A recent United Nations Global Survey on Digital and Sustainable Trade Facilitation indicate a lag in adoption of information and communication technology solutions by governments. Organizations, big and small, public and private, are now working together with different stakeholders in the global supply chain with the objective of creating a clear, concise and transparent framework of trade facilitation to align multilateral expectations. My guest today is Amar More, Chief Executive Officer of Kale Logistics Solutions. Amar, with close to 25 years of overall experience working with various companies, joined Kale Logistics Solutions in 2010 as head of product strategy and business development. Five years later, he became the CEO. And since then, he has been leading a brilliant team of professionals at Kale Logistics Solutions and working with global customers of varying sizes and helping them to implement digital transformation strategies. Amar joins me to discuss the future of freight in the digital era and how Kale Logistics Solutions is positioning itself as a reliable and credible partner to companies in delivering transformation in global logistic industries. Amar, welcome to Logistic Tech Dialogues. Thank you, Reji. And I must say you guys are doing a fantastic job with Cargo Masterminds and Logistics Tech Dialogues and keep up the good work that you guys are doing. Thank you for having me here. Thanks, Amar. Let's talk about digital adoption, which has been at its peak in the last 18 months during the pandemic across all industries. How hectic has been the pace of enhancement of your product portfolio and creation of new digital solutions for the logistic industry? Last one and a half years, so like uh, four or five years of uh, uh, technology delivered packed into one year or one and a half years, right? The overall adoption of technology because people were working from home and we still had to keep the air cargo or maritime cargo for that matter moving meant that we necessarily had to give away the old ways of working and we had to figure out that things were, which were not done digitally prior to pandemic will now have to be done uh, you know, digitally. And that was a humongous opportunity. So we at Kale Logistics actually helped a lot of our customers. You know, we, we identified, uh, we looked at the areas for which people have to look at uh, manual operations or you know, people have to move physically to a particular office to get a few things done. We looked at some of those processes and then looked at, you know, what kind of technology interventions can actually facilitate this? Can they do all of this sitting in their homes or, you know, wherever they are? Uh, and, you know, that actually led us to several innovations for the industry. So, so over last uh, year, year and a half, 
uh, I would say our products have improved more than what they have done in last probably three years because we looked at the need. The customers also came back with uh, you know their specific needs. So I'll uh, instead of speaking at a fifty thousand feet level, I'll give you concrete examples. So so you know there were there there was this whole issue about issuing uh, certificates of origin. You know and uh, for that. Uh, people had to go to the chambers offices uh, and get those certificates by making payments there and stuff like that. Uh, and during lockdowns, it wasn't possible. So then we kind of had, uh, you know, this offering were sitting in their homes. They could get these certificates issued by paying online uh, to the chamber. And what was actually a nine to five activity, uh, you know, the time in which the chambers work actually turned into 24 by seven operation. And, uh, you know, with the kind of relief material flowing, this need of having certificates uh, delivered in an expedited manner was quite essential. That is one example. The other one was uh, on the uh, delivery orders or electronic delivery orders. So on the maritime side, or even for on the, on the air cargo side, you know, people had to go to the uh, airlines offices or shipping line offices to get the delivery orders, uh, uh, you know, make the payments and get the physical delivery orders. Now in the pandemic times, it wasn't possible. And we moved the entire process online. Again, this virus stays on paper for up to 72 hours. So we looked at different ways of, uh, you know, uh, removing paper so that uh, we, we eliminate the chances of, uh, you know, spreading of the virus. And, and in, in line with that, we came up with several paperless initiatives. We looked at whatever paper was left in the air cargo operations and how can it be uh, completely eliminated, you know, and, and we kind of came up with several offerings. Last, you know, one and a half years, I've seen us uh, evolve so many different use cases of digitization that a lot of our products actually took, uh, you know, quantum jump. I mean, let's come to your uh, portfolio of uh, solutions uh, across ASC, third-party freight forwarding community and trade facilitation. Uh, give us a give us an overview of the customer addition that happened across all your solution portfolio in the last 18 months. I don't think people know, uh, you know, as much about us as you what you just mentioned, right? So we are actually, uh, you know, a company which is focused on providing technology to the logistics industry and our vision is essentially to integrate all these different stakeholders of the supply chain through digital platforms, which is the community platform. And the other part of our vision is then to empower them with enterprise systems or ERP systems to digitize their own operations. So, so we have this, these two solution sets and uh, you know the, the key uh, stakeholders that we uh, help digitize are uh, airport cargo terminal handlers. So we 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 have our car, airport cargo management system operational at over 80 plus airports globally across most continents in the world. Uh, then we have uh, you know for small to medium scale freight forwarders. I'm not talking about the DHLs etc. But to the SME freight forwarders, we have. Uh, a very light software as a service kind of a, a ERP system. And then we do digitize, you know, rail cargo and uh, maritime cargo as well through our uh, container freight station systems, as well as uh, our, uh, you know, rail, rail management system. And, and obviously you already know about our trade facilitation or community system portfolio, which is airport cargo community platforms, port community systems, logistics, e-marketplace is a new addition uh, to our portfolio. And then we're talking about the regulatory single window system. So, so we have a very broad portfolio of solutions. Clearly, our focus is on airport cargo community systems, 
and the airport cargo handling system. These are our flagship products. And uh, you know, when the pandemic began, uh, there was a, a spell of gloom everywhere. But you know what? Uh, it turned out to be a huge blessing in disguise for us. And last year, we had one of the best sales years uh, that we have ever had. So in terms of customer additions, if you talk about air cargo community systems, I mean, you already know about Danata. So we will be clearly, uh, you know, uh, working with Danata and creating the next generation uh, cargo community platform uh, for Dubai. Uh, we also worked with uh, about seven airport cargo communities on the east coast of US. Atlanta, everybody knows. Uh, the others are, uh, you know, right now engagements in progress. So I'm not allowed to kind of uh, reveal those names. But in terms of uh, customer base, about seven uh, on the east coast of North America and about three on the west coast are the airport cargo communities we are currently engaged with. We have done the pilots or proof of concepts of our community platforms there. And you know, that that, that, that is one area which we see tremendous uh, growth in. Uh, you know, on the air, airport cargo community platforms, again, Bangalore airport, which is uh, the region's fastest uh, growing cargo airport. And, uh, you know, we had a, uh, our community platform going live there and creating quite transformational, uh, uh, you know, activities over there. Then there is another large cargo airport on the east coast of India that we have just received a letter of award from. Uh, and very soon you will, uh, you know, see it in the press. Uh, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a very marquee airport. Again, one of the fastest growing and biggest uh, airport conglomerates, Adani Airports. Well, uh, we have signed up uh, with them for both our community systems as well as uh, our handling systems. And, uh, you know, we have uh, new customers for our handling systems uh, 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 in the US. We've also started working with, uh, uh, you know, Menzies uh, in, in uh, you know, Bangalore for on our handling system. Uh, so, you know, uh, whether it is the CIS region, uh, Africa, you know, that's another place, uh, you know, Mozambique uh, is where we have set up, uh, uh, again, an airport cargo community platform. In Kenya, we implemented our cargo handling systems. Uh, and, you know, on the, on the port community system side, uh, uh, we are working uh, in, in Africa. Uh, we are working in Thailand. Uh, uh, we started several digital offerings there. We did some proof of concepts in uh, Southeast Asia. And uh, when you talk about our freight forwarding system, well, uh, Reggie, that because our market uh, focus is uh, small to medium scale freight forwarders, even without any sales effort, we get about five to six customers every month. And they just come through, you know, referrals, uh, uh, as well as through our website. So we got customers in Saudi Arabia, we got customers in Hong Kong, we've got customers, uh, you know, uh, in Europe, uh, we got customers in Spain. Uh, so, so there has been a lot that is happening. We also got our first customer for our logistics e-marketplace. This is an interesting space, you know, after creating these communities, these communities become a, a breeding ground for buying and selling of logistic services, right? So. So we have signed up with private sector foundation Uganda uh, uh, for creating a logistics e-marketplace there. And e-marketplace is going to be part of our community platforms uh, as we go along. Because you have communities where you have thousands of logistics companies connected today, you know, to college communities. And when they want to buy and sell, you know, why go elsewhere? You can, you will get 
you know the market on the community uh, platform itself amar i'm sure that these these development in the last 18 months also turning into or translating into re- good revenue growth uh, i'm sure that you are not at liberty to de- discuss the revenue numbers but in terms of growth what has been the rate of growth in revenue you recorded in uh, financial year 2020 2021 when we started budgeting pandemic was just setting in uh, and we thought that this is going to be a bad year right uh, Uh, but we actually ended up doing 25% uh, you know better than that and our last 5 years cagr uh, the compounded annual uh, growth rate uh, has been 50% but this year we will be doubling our turnover so this this year the rate is going to be 100% Yeah. Okay, Amar. Let me let me come to one of the important trend that we have seen in the pandemic. That is, the shipment visibility has been a key and growing trend in the logistic industry. And the pandemic has made logistic stakeholders to place the shipment visibility as a top priority. What are your thoughts, and how does Kale build solution that ensure visibility and transparency through the supply chain journey from origin to destination? And today, you have become not just a provider, IT solution provider to a to your customer, but then you are looking at trade facilitation encouraging uh, small and medium scale enterprises to explore new markets so what are your thoughts to ensure that they have uh, your customers have uh, complete visibility and transparency of their cargo movement from origin to destination this is extremely important you know uh, transparency uh, i would say it's a word uh, that has become like a uh euphemism you know people just use the word uh, transparency and visibility thinking that it's related only to the qua- uh, quality of transportation you know that okay if i can see where my goods are i'm happy but it's not so uh let me tell you that this transparency and visibility is linked to hard dollars so transparency uh, you know as i said just beyond uh, you know something that can make you feel good it is actually something that can save you dollars similarly you know uh, let's take examples of grape growers from india you know who are uh, who are shipping all these grapes to italy or uh, to france you know uh, now if if they don't have visibility or uh, that their their shipment is stuck somewhere uh, uh, in the middle east or you know at the point of origin or destination and if those grapes don't reach either the retail stores or those wineries in time then they are going to lose all that revenue so but if they could know where exactly their shipments are then they could actually act upon it and expedite the uh, you know uh, movement of shipment thereby saving dollars uh, pharmaceuticals you know temperatures excursions you know all of that can lead to rejection of shipments so visibility uh, you know actually saves a lot of dollars and that's what we realized so what we've done actually is you know we 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 already have these platforms you know our cargo community systems we very proudly say are very different from the traditional or for that matter even some of the new generation cargo community systems which are focused either on one sector or a few use cases you know like let's say truck slot management or uh, you know maybe some uh, uh, electronic airway bill or something like unlike unlike most of that our cargo community system start with exporters so large exporters like siemens etc they are all part of our platform uh, and then you know it goes to freight forwarders you know transporters then you've got the airports and then airlines and airlines always gave you tracking information there was no rocket science into it but to establish visibility uh, you know in this other you know ex airport sectors was very important and whatever was happening at the airport was very important so we have developed you know tools uh, 
through which you know we link the exporter system to the forwarder systems and vice versa and then the forwarder systems are connected to the airport system so so you get uh, you know complete visibility of the shipment and all of that is not just on the portal or not just on the uh, on on your system but you could get it on mobile similarly uh, you know we are also uh, looking at developing digital corridors you know all our airport customers want to connect to their partner airports and we are looking at connecting them so that there is complete end to end visibility you know beyond what the airline uh, provides you as a you know a delivered to uh, let's say freight forwarder kind of uh, message it provides you uh, things beyond that so so regi we have developed several visibility tools and uh, you know as i said this year we also took an effort to have an internet of things intervention into our community platform where we could get this information uh, related to uh, you know temperatures and then you know give that visibility also uh, to our customers uh, let me come back to your uh, popular um... a digital tool uh, for cargo stakeholders that's the airport cargo community system uh, a lot has been said about it and uh, this is actually anchored in airports to improve their operational efficiencies bring down the cost and eventually increase your bottom line what are your plans to get more airports on this platform you did mention about a number of uh, uh, potential airports that would come on your platform uh, one of the discussion that i had with um, elliot page in at, at of atlanta airport was how do we create uh, this cargo community of cargo communities how do you create the more uh, uh, airports into into a bigger bigger network of airports uh, setting global benchmarks setting same standards so so what are your thoughts in terms of getting more airport into into the system and getting them collaborate for a, a global network of airports i think elliot was spot on uh, that you know you can connect the local communities you know but the logistics supply chain goes uh, beyond borders and you know if you could connect these communities together i mean uh, you know first you connect the stakeholders at an airport and then you connect uh, you know those airports together or those airport communities together that's when magic happens you know that's when you can have you know better uh, digital infrastructure for trade facilitation created uh, let me give you an example uh, you know just going beyond normal discussions around airway bills and uh, you know transparency just this whole fact that if the if the data could be reused uh, you know if you look at uh, the way our air cargo industry works if there's a flight going out of mumbai to dubai uh, you are filing customs declarations with the, which is the same information to indian customs and then the same cargo you filing the same information to dubai customs okay similarly on the flight manifest you know you're filing the same manifest information to indian customs and then you're filing the same manifest information in dubai now just imagine if these two were connected two things could happen one is this duplicate filing could uh, you know go down uh, that's number one and number two you know malpractices or misdeclarations you know will not happen because whatever is declared uh, uh in in india would be declared uh, in the united states or in uae wherever the same data could be reused so our idea is uh, essentially and that's our uh, you know uh, end game really uh you know so today i really don't uh, have to go after airports but it's uh, the other way around because uh, you know airports have realized that you know they need to set up this kind of cargo communities and we are in we are in discussions with about uh, you know 40 plus airports and ports globally i mean you know i i already mentioned that we have started work uh, uh, in about you know 14 15 of them 
but you know the the rest of the engagements you know when they create communities then we connect them together and then it becomes it evolves into an even bigger marketplace and as i explained to you it creates uh, you know uh, the infrastructure for trade facilitation i mean cargo could move so much faster if we could uh, you know eliminate uh, these papers or this duplicate data entry and you know all of this is really aligned to this vision of reducing the cargo dwell time you know today uh, air cargo stays for 85% of the time on ground and it's moving only 15% of the time uh, so it contributes to this whole vision of slowly eliminating this 85% which is non value adding uh, time right so our idea is to to create local communities at multiple airports and you know we are in touch with multiple airports we we are doing this analysis uh, of you know uh, who are the best trade partners of our airports uh, airport customers so for example atlanta may be interested in doing uh, such kind of uh, connection with uh, you know amsterdam or for that matter uh, you know uh, mumbai or dubai uh, and and so, uh, so on and so forth right so 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 we are looking at uh, this analysis and then if the airport at the other end doesn't have uh, a similar platform we can uh, you know facilitate creation of uh, this kind of a platform something that fascinates me also is uh, your solutions ability to create the digital trade corridors and that's something that we have seen it uh, between airports uh, a few years back kale uh, uh, actually launched uh, between mumbai airport mumbai and skipol airport and then it was uh, skipol and uh, atlanta if you typically look at uh, india's top export commodities maybe perishables maybe pharmaceutical automotive you could create these trade lanes digital trade lanes to ensure that there is a faster delivery of um, cargo there is full transparency and uh, visibility which brings about uh, cost efficiencies uh, so what are some of your thoughts to create this digital corridors uh, how do we see that your solutions can actually work with uh, directly with the shippers or manufacturers of important uh, export commodities out of india as i uh, mentioned to you earlier last year and a half we started working with uh, the exporters you know so what we are we are creating for them is like uh, you know uh, an exporter single logistic single window for an exporter so an exporter is dealing with uh, you know freight forwarders customs brokers trucking companies you know it's it's uh, getting some information from the airports uh, so on and so forth right so so our idea was first to create get these exporters on board our platform provide them this kind of logistics control towers or you know logistics single windows so that they have a complete control over the logistics activities they have the required uh, requisite visibility where they can see where exactly their shipment is they could gain some efficiencies by exchanging information either with the uh, uh, upstream uh, stakeholders or getting the information back which they use for their tax filings and stuff like that you know and i would like to make mention of one of the uh, uh, one of the big benefits that uh, we deliver to exporters uh, is that you know uh, in india actually there was a tax regime uh, uh called gst and you know this igst refunds was a big issue uh because the exporters what they used to file with tax authorities and and what is collected from customs and you know other entities such as airline shipping lines etc there was a mismatch in the data and that means the tax refunds could get delayed uh from 90 to up to 180 days but because we connected this community you know we connected the stakeholders the same data was reused and you know reji what was the benefit of that the exporters who used to wait for millions of dollars of tax refunds 
for 90 to 180 days. They got their tax refunds on the third day. And why third day? Because they had to still file the information, right? So, uh, so that is one thing. And the other thing is the value that you mentioned, you know, digital corridor. So we, we did uh, one with cargo nodes between Mumbai and uh, uh, Skipal. And, you know, we had, uh, we, we, we envisage this into two phases. First phase is just shipment status information, you know, where the shipment is, just exchange that status information. And we have exchanged that information to over 3000, for over 3000 uh, uh, shipments so far. But the next phase is more interesting, where you actually exchange the actual shipment information, which means elimination of paper and you know additional data entry work. So that is something uh, you know that's our next phase, and uh, you know we are also looking at creating standards for this kind of digital corridors. Uh, I think there are efforts happening globally, uh, uh, and you know you would soon uh, see it in the press that standards are evolving for connecting these different communities. Uh, and you know what kind of information how should it be shared so on and so forth maybe let's let's give an, take an example of uh, a pharmaceutical product produced in uh, in maybe in goa or in uh, hyderabad moving from uh, hyderabad airport to uh, via dubai hub all the way up to uh, sao paulo in uh, in brazil for example and you have you have all the airports, the touch points of airports for the cargo movement. Uh, you have all of them in your network. They are part of your cargo community system. Do you think it becomes so much easy for that cargo to get to the destination much easier and under much better control? So it will do three things. First, it will give you complete transparency. And, you know, we are moving towards, uh, uh, you know, towards a philosophy of developing systems where, uh, you know, you can actually prevent failures rather than reporting failures. So today, most of the systems just report failures. Okay, this didn't happen. Okay, this shipment didn't reach in time. But what about preventing failures? So when you have these airports connected and you know that, you know, uh, this intermediate airport in Europe, this is where this pharmaceutical shipment is stuck. And now the temperature excursions have happened. And if you could give a proactive alert to either the freight forwarder uh, who is looking at it or to the airline staff, uh, you know, that is managing the transportation and to exporter and importer as well, so that they could, uh, you know, act uh, and make sure that, you know, uh, the shipment starts moving and temperature excursions don't deteriorate the quality of quality of goods, right? So that's number one, visibility. Number two, uh, you know, when you're talking about uh, paperwork, if you had this kind of digital corridors established, then the, this intermediate uh, custom station would know much in advance what is coming, uh, you know, whether for transit or other purposes, and, you know, uh, uh, advanced actions and clearances could be taken. Similarly, on the destination side as well, the information is available in advance. It can be sent to the local authorities in advance and the cargo could move that much faster and you could save so much of paper. And I'll talk about this whole paperless. I mean, you will hear something big in next two to three months, Rajay, where we're talking about saving 1500 trees from just one airport. Okay. Because if you can reduce just seven to eight copies of paper per shipment for any airport that handles up to 1 million tons cargo, you can save 1500 trees annually. Amar, um... Uh, wanted to talk about uh, the two important uh, partnership and deals. One was with the Dinata and the other one was uh, uh, Siemens coming on board. Uh, tell us about uh, those two important partnership and uh, with Dinata, when do you begin that rolling out or creating that platform for e-commerce? So I think Dinata was in, uh, you know, some shape and form 
that will pioneer uh, in creating broader cargo community platforms, right? I mean, community platforms uh, existed, uh, you know, before, but they were limited uh, in terms of, uh, you know, functionality. So like the airport truck management or, you know, maybe a few terminal charges, payments, etc. But Danata in, uh, I think uh, they began around 2007, 8, uh, around that time, that created the first version of Calogi, which is... Uh, one of the most comprehensive, uh, you know, community systems that we ever had, right? And now, uh, you know, Danata also realized that, uh, you know, after uh, 10 years, uh, you know, it's time to upgrade the technology, right? And, you know, when they, they looked at uh, available options and uh, they found that, you know, we had the vision and the technology which was pretty much aligned uh, you know to what they wanted to do so so that's where uh, we decided to uh, you know partner work together in creating really the next generation uh, community platforms for the whole industry now uh, when i when i'm talking about this this has elements of uh, uh, you know marketplace which uh, danata you know kind of already had uh, uh, you know buying or uh, booking of some 3pl services and stuff like that as well as, uh, you know, this whole airwebill execution process. But now we are going much beyond that. Now we are talking about sea air. You know, Kale also brings that uh, unique value. And, you know, most airports uh, which have ports in the vicinity today benefit very little from, uh, you know, that uh, facilitation of trade between the port and the airport. Because all said and done, you know, uh, maritime cargo is about, uh, I, I think, about 80 to 90 percent of uh, total cargo movement, right? So we are, we are working on this sea air connectivity. We are working on, uh, you know, creating like a regulatory uh, single window sort of a thing uh, to help community, uh, you know, connect with the customs and other regulatory authorities. We are working on, uh, again, you know, uh, the idea of uh, a complete, uh, you know, uh, e-commerce kind of a platform, uh, you know, that's, that's getting into uh, uh, what we're developing uh, there in partnership with Danata. We're talking about, uh, you know, creating a global network. Uh, you know, Danata is present at uh, uh, several locations uh, globally. So, uh, and again, you know, this, uh, this whole digital corridor uh, concept that's, uh, you know, that, that is taking shape. So, so the, I mean, you know, we have, we have laid out a joint vision uh, of uh, uh, what we want to do together. But the idea is, you know, first do uh, uh, take upgrade, you know, Kali's technology already has elements of, uh, you know, deep tech interventions. And, you know, we are we're kind of uh, looking at rolling this out over uh, our next couple of years. Sure. So we will have the, uh, you know, first few modules delivered uh, of the next gen platform, uh, uh, maybe by uh, uh, May, June uh, next year. When, when it comes to Siemens, uh, you know, this is again uh, the, one of the various first that we have done, where we actually got the exporters in the mainstream. We got the exporters, so we did two things. One is for Siemens Healthcare. We, we created this, uh, you know, they call it Smart Eye. Uh, we call it the logistics control tower or logistics single window for them. So now they actually sitting in their offices, Siemens will know that my cargo is at Bangalore airport or at Mumbai airport and the terminal charges are paid, uh, you know, by my custom broker. You know, uh, the airline is likely to pick this cargo for this particular flight. You know, uh, it is exactly at this location in the warehouse, so on and so forth. So immense level of visibility uh, is what, uh, you know, they got and a complete control on the uh, logistics activities. And now we are expanding to other Siemens locations uh, 
uh, in the uh, in the far east uh, uh, but you know it it's like creating a single window for them and the other thing that we did was also connected uh, siemens with uh, you know this community platform so that they could exchange data with their forwarders brokers as well as with the cargo terminal operators of the airports and get information from there which is useful for their tax filings which is useful for their visibility so we actually got uh, you know uh, beyond going beyond lip service for exporters we actually got them onto this community amar one follow up question <coughs> on the dnet uh, so will this replace kalogi or will it enhance that our core product is obviously you know Kale's IPR, but uh, you know uh, each customer can uh, call it what they want. So, for example, our community platform in uh, Mumbai is now called AMAX, Adani Mumbai. You know, air cargo exchange, which we called GMAX earlier. Uh, you know, Bangalore Airport calls it Cargo by BLR. Atlanta calls it ATLACS, right? So, so, so it will be rebranded. I think right now it's uh, Next Gen Kalogi, but it is really up to Danata to call it. You know. Uh, what they want to call it so what are the technologies that that you are actually keenly watching and you would eventually um, implement in your uh, in your solutions technology for the sake of technology <laughs> you know is 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 just a marketing gimmick or you know is just word play but we actually uh, studied you know we have a team uh, of technologists which actually studies you know what's going on in the technology space and what are the use cases for us in the air cargo sector or in the maritime sector or in the rail sector where these technologies can be used so for example uh, you know there's several deep tech interventions that uh, we have made into our product so so if you talk about uh, artificial intelligence well the uh, you know in atlanta one of the modules of our acs is this whole truck slot management module and there we have taken the intervention of uh, ai so a couple of things uh, so for example if if a particular truck is uh, you know coming regularly to a handler's terminal and it's 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 a specific cargo that's going uh, you know to the, uh, to a specific destination then the system knows that this takes about 35 minutes to unload right so over a period of time the system learns from the truck movements how much time you know a particular type of truck or a particular uh, forwarders truck etc take uh, you know to load or unload and based on that then it it assigns slots so that's the intervention of artificial intelligence which we found very useful and we did it in partnership with microsoft you know uh, we built this uh, ai engine onto our platform we also uh, played around with dro- drones a little bit so you know uh, we have ca- our cargo handling system uh, implemented at uh, delhi airport uh, with chalabi and uh, you know we did uh, we did evaluate two use cases there one was drones as uh, you know uh, something to ensure security so these are within the warehouse and it kind of gives you know the cameras kind of monitor uh, if there's any pilferage or you know anything wrong happening there uh, and the second use case was inventory management so the drones could actually do inventory management and we could measure it there we tried to do with microsoft this whole digital corridor concept on corda blockchain so anyways you can use any technology that can uh, create immutable uh, you know information uh, infrastructure but we tried corda blockchain there but you know that's where it is right now there we haven't done much over there but we we are seriously evaluating uh, taking this forward as we move along and then iot i explained to you about you know uh, uh, two use cases one is clearly you know this whole uh, 
uh, geofencing use case where a truck can uh, like an uber you know can be located and can, can get checked in into an airport cargo terminal when it's in the perimeter and secondly you know tracking the uh, uh, temperature of uh, you know pharma pharma goods and you know uh, getting that those temperatures updates and making sure that they are made available to the community so we have we uh, we also have a machine learning use case where we have a service for the community called ping wherein uh, you know the freight forwarder uh, can just send a pdf copy onto our platform we have an ocr mechanism rpa robotic process automation is what people call it it extracts the data it converts it into uh, you know the standard messages and sends it to the uh, handler or airline whoever needs it uh, and uh, you know over a period of time the machine learns so if there are errors in the data like uh, if it's a turkish shipment and tax id is missing or if it's a eu shipment and postal code is missing then the system points out that error it is corrected and you have 100% uh, accuracy in data transmission you raised uh, 5 million us dollars in funding june this year from inflex or ventures uh, and this is your first funding from an external investor so what are kali's long term goals how big is your team and uh, how do you intend to expand and what would be your some of your important investment in the coming uh, coming months in fact we were self funded for all this while and we managed our own growth you know as a startup company uh, you know we have gone through that startup journey uh, but yes uh, i mean you know looking at the traction that we are getting uh, we thought maybe it's time to experiment uh, a little bit with external investors because they uh, they don't just bring money but uh, you know inflexer also brings in a lot of value because uh, the fund also provides deep tech expertise you know they have other companies that they've invested in which are complementary to what we do so we are very happy to partner with uh, a fund like uh, inflexer which uh, you know provides this added value and it's not just a pure financial investor right so so that's one uh after our first fundraise we see tremendous interest from the uh, investing community and in fact uh, as i said reji we have been growing uh, over 50% year on year for last 5 years and uh, are slated to double our turnover uh, this year so uh, our team size has grown three times in last 3 years so we were about 100 people now we are about 300 people and uh, thanks to pandemic we don't have to create more offices in fact we <laughs> gave away one uh, you know out of the many that we had right so so the idea is uh, maybe uh, you know uh, i mean right now uh, we don't need funds but looking at the uh, demand explosion that we are experiencing across several sectors because we are not really uh, dependent on just you know one sector you know we are we have diversified our risks and and now there is uh, you know tremendous demand coming from all sectors so so who knows we, we may do another uh, fundraise uh, uh, very soon uh, but in terms of uh, you know and 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 that's what we we have been telling all the investors as, as well as our employees look building logistics communities building digital logistics communities is not our business it is our passion and we will do it you know uh, and this whole vision of creating communities globally and linking those together is something uh, you know that we have taken as our mission and we will do it you know funding or no funding amar uh, thank you so much for talking to us and i really like to wish you all the best uh, so that you create uh, more cargo communities around the world uh, and pursue your passion uh, all the more vigorously thank you very much reji thank you for having us and as i said in the beginning great job with both your series and wish you all the best 
That was Amar More, Chief Executive Officer of Kale Logistics Solutions. Join me next Thursday for a fresh and new episode of Logistic Tech Dialogues presented by Kale Logistics Solutions. Until next Thursday, take good care of yourself and be safe.